have a holly jolly Merry Christmas. I'm not going to say Merry Christmas. It's not me being PC politically or anything, but you know, it's just me. Uh, you know, hey, some people are having a Merry, some people are not. So I'm kind of respecting those that are not having a very Merry Christmas and kind of respecting those that are having a very Merry Christmas. I don't know. I just know it's the uh, annual. I think I did a, a, a holiday episode last year around this time. But if not, welcome to the uh, SBM Very Merry Holiday Special here. Um, last year's was just kind of celebrating the holidays, of course. I think I do remember doing a kind of holiday special where I went over like Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. But I decided to change it up this year. You know, just how most people are changing up things, switching up. Um, because it's the holiday season. You know, Hanukkah ended last week. Christmas comes out tomorrow. Uh, at the time of this recording, which this is why I mainly wanted to record it, because I wanted to give you guys not just the bountiful and bountiful amounts of gifts you're getting tomorrow, or for some that you may just be getting one, but I wanted to give you the gift of my voice that you haven't heard in quite some time. And when I do kind of my last episode for the year type of thing, um, I've been thinking about this a lot, and you know, just want to give you my thoughts and kind of just thank everybody kind of that last final wrap up episode for the year. Just kind of give you guys my thoughts of the future and just thank y'all for being there this entire year, no matter what it's been. But that's not this episode. This episode is Christmas theme. Now, remember, this is the Sophisticated Black Man Podcast, and I, of course, am your host, Jamar Burke, a.k.a. The Sophisticated Black Man, your friendly neighborhood black man. I haven't been on in a while. I know this. I know this. I've been reminded of this, okay? I've been reminded, all right? As a matter of fact, I made a little deal bet with our good old friend Kyle Lingall. Uh, in case you guys don't know, Kyle has been one of the main and honestly probably one of the best supporters of the podcast since its iteration iteration you know and I, I feel like I should get something for my longest fans of the podcast so that may be something I come up with in 2024 but um Kyle is a gamer you know myself my buddy Paul and our and our friend Chase we all game together when we can we're busy adults we have busy lives so I made a kind of a de facto semi-official bet with him that if I put out at least one more, two more episodes before the year ends, Kyle will finally upgrade to the newest Xbox. Kyle has been running on an Xbox One, not any newer iteration of the Xbox One, not an Xbox One S, um, not a Series S, not a Series X, but he's been running on an old dinosaur Xbox One that was released in 2013. Um, and it's it's time, Kyle. It's hit its 10-year course. You're not able to experience 4K with some of the best games that are out there. Um, now, this isn't a, a plug or anything for Microsoft, but I 
am calling on Microsoft to become one of the sponsors of the show next year because I would like to start monetizing this podcast. Um, you know, just throwing random, just random companies out there. Um, as for example, my wife and I decided to go ahead and do our Christmas early. Um, for for your guys' sake, um, we went ahead and did Christmas early. Now, if you're a man out there and you're just simply tired of kind of carrying around that bulky, leathery wallet that you have that just kind of sits in your back pocket because we're men, we do that. Um, just tell your wife, if you haven't already, before the holiday season to add a Ridge wallet to that Christmas list. If she hasn't already, unless it's already in your stocking, it's already wrapped underneath that Christmas tree of yours. Um, tell her to get yourself a Ridge wallet. Uh, I myself am on my second Ridge wallet. My first one, which was the kind of burnt titanium one, lasted me for a good three years and it still holds up. But now I have this newly designed New York Giants Ridge wallet. That's right. They don't just come in burnt titanium, regular titanium bronze or anything like that. They now have your favorite NFL teams ready to go for you. So now, you can always keep your favorite NFL team with you in your pocket. It is RFID protected, holds up to between 12 to 15 cards, and it also has this nifty little cash strap on the back. So if you just have some loose cash filling around, you just tuck it in that bad boy, and hey, you're set. So I would like Ridge to sponsor the podcast next year. I would do any and all to kind of sell out to them to become a sponsor of Ridge because not only am I doing it for the monetary value, but I do actually enjoy my Ridge wallet. I can never see myself going back to a normal wallet again. Now you must be thinking to yourself, Mr. Black, Mr. Sophisticated Black Man, I like the leather wallet. I like my leather wallet. Does Ridge make leather wallets? Well, actually they do. <laughs> they have come out with a new leather inspired line of their patented ridge wallet design so now instead of you kind of just losing out on that leathery design of the ridge wallet now or of a normal wallet i guess now you have that luxury pat pending ridge wallet design in leather that's right real leather now that thing feels very soft it's very leathery so if that's something that you're really craving go ahead Get yourself a Ridge wallet. I don't have a discount code, but when Ridge sponsors me in the new year, I'll give you guys a discount code in all the episodes because I genuinely love my Ridge wallet. So shout out to Microsoft for the unofficial sponsor and shout out to Ridge wallets. Ridge is the best thing out there. I think that was a pretty good ad read for two things there. But now we're getting on to the real topic of this. So... As a black man, I enjoy Christmas movies, okay? Here's the thing. I'm going to throw this out here, all right? So I'm going to count down my top five favorite Christmas movies, okay? Here's the thing. The majority of them are going to be in the black category, all right? That's just how it is. I grew up in a black household. It just makes sense, all right? Now, I will throw out some runner-ups there. As far as Christmas and holiday movies that I'm including in this. So, my first runner-up 
it's actually not a Christmas movie, but it's a holiday movie. And my wife and I actually watched this the other week. And it was quite funny because I haven't seen it in such a long time that I forgot how funny this was. And it probably gave me the one of the best songs, one of the best holiday songs in my opinion. You know what I mean? Uh, who does not like, you know, Dear Old Hanukkah Part 3, the Hanukkah song Part 3, you know, with Adam Sandler and the Dredels. Um, I sure, I know I sure do. Uh, so if you haven't picked up on that, uh, my first runner up is in fact, Adam Sandler's eight crazy nights. Now, of course, if you don't know the premise of the movie, Adam Sandler plays as 31 year old Davey Stone. Um, Davey Stone has become the town drunk, you know, just hates the holiday spirit, hates Hanukkah, hates everything about the holidays. You know, a lot of us experience that it's called sad or season seasonal affectional uh depression a lot of us have that from time to time um oh there's water in this still that's gross so he hates hanukkah he hates the holiday season just hates the spirit of it you know and just becomes a town drunk basically the judge is like hey you got so so you got 30 days of community service to change it around or i'm throwing your ass in jail and dave was like all right cool i guess i'll do it and this little white little white man literally named whitey comes around you know also played by adam sandler and throughout the course of the movie davy's just very resilient or just not really wanting to work with whitey to try to do best for this community community service um it's very funny because of adam sandler's just great folk you know great voice acting that he is um if you guys haven't noticed he's pretty great comedian pretty great actor he's also a very great voice actor and um you know long story short gets through starts becoming you know starts having feelings again starts doing stuff for whitey and his sister and all this and then there's a girl uh who plays opposite of him that ended up becoming his wife miss jackie uh sandler um he knows starts to like her again but then a letter comes up. Whitey tells the story about how Davy's parents died. They died in a car accident while they're on his way to his Jewish league basketball game. And that's where darkness turned for him. Um, and then, right at the climax of the movie, Davy is about to skip town because he, you know, did something. Uh, ended up breaking into the mall, so that was his last straw. And all these animated characters in the mall, Foot Locker, um, Sabaros, and all the stuff you see in the mall back in the 2000s, they all came alive. And it's a it's a part movie, part part animated movie, part musical. Um, so then all these characters from these franchises that we know in malls and stuff come alive, sing a song about Davey, letting out crying um letting his feelings out and so davy does davy breaks down reads the letter from his parents um which to be honest i am a crier when that type of stuff that sentimental stuff comes up um matter of fact my wife and i just watched the movie uh remember the titans i'm gonna do a top five sports movies in the new year that's one of my ideas uh according to black people of course and um 
that was one of those moments I teared up because Davey finally had that breakthrough. He cried. And he was like, okay, it's time to change my life. And so he did. And after he did, he ended up getting Whitey his uh, mulberry patch, um, which is like the most recognized person in the community of that, in that community. Burberry, that's what it was. And um, so, yeah, that's a great holiday movie. You should go check it out. It is on Hulu. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. And then you get to stick towards the end, the Hanukkah song part three. If you don't even know the Hanukkah song, you need to go back and watch all of the Saturday Night Lives in the mid to sort of late 90s, probably from 93, 94 to like 97, 96, because that's when Adam Sandler was on the show. So that's my first runner up. The second one, of course, um, this is tough. This is a tough one because there are a lot of black Christmas movies out there. Okay. There's a lot of black Christmas movies. But I think the one I'm going to put out there is This Christmas. I know. I I know all the black people. Actually, actually. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I was kidding with y'all. That's actually in the top five. Uh, Second and last runner-up to me is going to be Jingle All The Way. If you don't know Jingle All The Way, if you don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger, then where where have you been? (laughs) You know? Jingle All The Way, basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger is this working class, just workaholic dad. Um, Says he's going to go to his son's karate recital. Misses that by like a good hour and a half, two hours, because he didn't leave early on time. He's just a workaholic around the holiday times. Um, So, you know, comes home. His wife's like, you know, he really wants a Turbo Man doll and so forth. And he's like, okay, I'll get a Turbo Man doll. So that's his mission the entire movie. Turns out that the Turbo Man is a very popular toy at that time in 1997. And so he's going different toy store, different toy store to try to do it. Now, he's competing with his next door neighbor who is newly divorced and whose son has a Turbo Man because his dad was smart and got it for him months ahead. Arnold didn't realize this. He's like, fuck that guy. Uh, the, op- the, the dad opposite Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually Phil Hartman. Rest in peace. I think that's one of his last couple movie appearances before he was killed by his ex-wife. Um, but he also meets his mailman, who's played by Sinbad. If y'all don't know Sinbad, <laughs> listen. Most of these movies are done in the night. Have characters from, or you know, just recognizable characters, recognizable actors from the nineties. Go look up Sinbad. It's funny ass comedian. Um, plays opposite of Melvin. Melvin the mailman. Melvin is a very deranged and hinged mailman and he's just like I gotta get a Turbo Man too. you know him and him and Arnold's character are both uh, basically Howard is the name of Arnold's character so Howard and Melvin basically going back and forth trying to go find a Turbo Man they basically are bef- what Peter the early version of Peter Griffin and the chicken by a good two years so they do that for the entire movie Howard's like oh shit I can become actual Turbo Man. So he becomes Turbo Man, surprises his son, calls him up. Son's name is Jamie. Um, calls him up, but then 
Melvin, Sinbad's character, becomes the evil guy in Turbo Man's universe. And then they have this one big-ass fight where, you know, Mel, er, Sinbad's character gets rested. But now Jamie's like, oh shit, I don't want a Turbo Man anymore. Here, you can have it because my dad was Turbo Man, and that's cool as fuck. And Sinbad's character's like, oh, thanks. My son can have this. And then, that's how it ended. Happily ever after. Howard was Turbo Man. Jamie was happy that his dad was Turbo Man. That's Jingle All The Way. Uh, also, should go see it. I think it is also on hulu or it might be on the netflix so those are my two runner-ups adam Sandler's eight crazy nights and jiggle on the way now let's get into the nitty-gritty of black christmas movies my black people out here and for the white folk that probably also enjoyed these movies now one of these movies is actually on right now and i'm probably gonna watch it at some point tomorrow um, but I'm not going to tell you where in the list my top five it is, but just know it's in here somewhere. So for me, number five, I think starting off, it's going to be the best man holiday. So the best man holiday, um, is about a group of friends. This is a entire like series, I guess it's not really a movie trilogy because the last best man that came out that we watched that I watched wasn't even it was an actual tv series so this is a uh, universe the best man universe i guess so the first movie was best man that came out in like 1999 so old this next one is best man holiday is basically it's a sequel to that so these group of guys that were college friends you know it's so much that happens it's hard to me explain the plot of the best man so you guys will have to do that research on your own now to figure out how they all became friends because i already know that basically one of the guys in a group marries a girl in a group that was basically a stripper. Um, she was working as a hoe, doing this, and all the guys are like, dog, you're about to marry that hoe. And he's like, I love her and all this stuff. That's the best man. Best Man Holiday follows up 14 years later, um, and they all come over to the main character. His name is Lance's house. Lance is a professional football player who is aging because he plays at the running back position. And if you know anything about football, you don't last very long at the running back position. So basically, they all celebrate the holidays. Um, there's drama involved, a lot of baby mama-ness, and a lot of calling out you know, women for their past that they did. Like, oh, you married a stripper. She's loose and all this shit. Um, arguing in front of all this. But it comes to find out that Lance's wife, uh, God, I cannot remember her name, I would like to remember her name. She has cancer. Everybody finds it out at the same time. Everybody's sad. Um, Lance, sorry, there's a there's a doggo dream in. Um, Lance finds out. Lance has a game. His one of his last professional football games. Lance has the game of his life. Then he gets the phone call that his wife, you know. She's starting to do bad, and so he rushes home. And then Lance's wife passes away. And everybody comes together and consoles him. This movie embodies what community and you know, just what community can do to come around and comfort those in the time of when it's very uncomfortable, such as death. 
And that's what I embodies about Desmond Holiday. Of all the differences that were had, they all came together to experience death, but to celebrate life and, you know, hold their brother up. And that's why Batman Holiday has landed at number five in my top five black Christmas movies. Now, number four, okay, number four is This Christmas. Now, This Christmas is a very good, soulful version of a lot of Christmas carols. It has a lot of soulful versions of Christmas carols in this. It has Chris Brown in it, okay? Idris Elba is in this movie. And This Christmas is a very, very good movie that can be watched together with the family. Um, came out in 2007. It's classified as a musical. So basically, um, the family matriarch um, is trying to get everybody together for Christmas time. They haven't done it in four years. Um, but there's a lot of secrets that's come out, like her eldest son, who wanted to become a, magi- or a musician, almost a magician. Musician was like, oh, I became a musician, but now I owe these people money. And so his mom married um, basically his stepdad. And his stepdad was like, yeah, you need the money, this and that. And he's like, I don't need any help from you. Well, his bookies come shows up, so so forth and so on. And happens this. Then uh, Columbus Short is also in this. He's a Marine who brings home a white girl, which is a sin in some black households, brings home a white girl who's also pregnant. So that also causes some tension. And it turns out he went AWOL. So he's no longer an enlisted Marine. He actually went AWOL or um, absent without leave. So he basically did not tell the Marine Corps that he was on leave, which is also a big no-no in military circles. And then, um, you know, Chris Brown is the baby. His name literally baby. Uh, He also wants to become a singer, but because his mom, her husband, first husband, basically left the family in dirt and shit to become a singer and basically become a Rolling Stone. She was like, yeah, no, I'm not having that. And so it's a tale of all of that. But at the end, they all come together. And Chris Brown gives us his best soulful rendition of this Christmas. And my goodness, let me tell you, it's a good ass song. It's a very good song. So that's this Christmas. It's it's a comedy. It's very funny. It's very soulful. It's very sightful. And it represents that no matter what a family is going through, you know, Christmas time is the right time to bring family together. So that's number four on my list. I do enjoy this Christmas. Now, here's where I'm about to shift. It's about to be really weird here. Number three is Die Hard. Yes, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I have hopped on that train. Okay, Die Hard is in fact a Christmas movie, just like Spider-Man is in fact a Thanksgiving movie. Don't argue with me, argue with your mama. Because everybody knows what scene I'm talking about. It's where the Parkers and the Osbournes have Thanksgiving together. That scene proves it. That film is, matter of fact, a Thanksgiving movie. Now, I don't really need to explain Die Hard. A lot of black people have seen Die Hard. Again, this is my top five list, so I'm going to roll with it. Um, And I'm trying to get it in before this recording ends, because this is not going to be a very long episode. 
Die Hard, John McClane goes to LA, see his wife, terrorist takes over the building. Uh, God, I cannot remember the name of the terrorist, but Hans, who's played by Alan Rickman, rest in peace, Snape. Alan Rickman's like, I'm gonna blow up this building unless I get these demands. John McClane's like, oh shit, there's terrorists in the building, I gotta make sure they don't harm my wife. There's Christmas lights, takes place in LA during Christmas time. Kills all the terrorists. Uh, my man Al also helps save the day. Kills the terrorists. His wife doesn't die. Then he's like, yippee kaye, motherfucker. Um, shoots the terrorists. Alan Rickman's terrorists. Through the, through the window, he falls. He's like, oh shit, I'm about to die. And then he dies. And then he saves Holly. And he's like, okay, we're never doing this again. Until Die Hard 2, which is a, another Christmas movie. It's a follow-up to that. So I'm actually going to combine those two as one because they're both Christmas movies have it at Christmas time and it's basically the plot the same thing, but I'm a brother that loves me some Bruce um, Willis, some Bruce Willis, um, and I do love the first two Die Hard movies as well as Die Hard with a Vengeance. The first three are pretty good. Everything else after that was just bad. So uh, Die Hard and Die Hard 2, both Christmas movies are both number three. So I enjoy those. Now, uh, we're in the top two, and here we go. My number two is, in fact, Friday After Next. Friday After Next is a essentially the last movie in that trilogy, and it takes place at Christmas time. The follow-up, again, in my, most of my white folk out there, if you've never seen the Friday movies, then this is your chance to. Friday After Next basically follows up after Craig and Day Day, the events of Friday, they move into their own apartments together. They're working as security guards. The presents get stolen at Christmas time by a crackhead, played by Ricky Smiley, who plays a very Ricky Smiley is a very underrated actor with small part, like a small part actor, very underrated. Basically, they got to figure out who stole their presents, but they run into their dad uh, or Craig's dad, who's played by John Witherspoon. Rest in peace as well. Basically, figure out. Who's been jacking presents? Who the Santa Claus is? They're getting jobs as a security guard, trying to figure it out. Then they meet, you know, Cat Williams' character, who plans, you know, he's like, come on through. They're supposed to have a Christmas party, but they're like, hey, you know, still come through for our Christmas party and such. And he's like, cool, I'll come on through. And then all of a sudden, they come on through, having a party, they're getting money, all this, having fun. A lot of other stuff happens. I can't spoil it for those that haven't watched it, so go watch it. They find Ricky Smiley's character go to his house there's two different endings to this a lot of people don't know to friday after next i've seen both of them but the canon ending is where they uh beat the shit out of santa claus get their presents back and the rent money they needed rent money too so they get the presents back um and that that's how it ends that's the canon ending the other ending is where ricky smiley's character has kids they're like oh shit we can't take these from kids they decided to let the kids open their presents. You, you just have to watch the, the director's cut, uh, director's ending of that. <clears throat> so, that's Friday after next. If it seems like I'm going really fast for these, it's because I have about two and a half minutes to finish this up. Because when you record on PC, they only give you about 30 minutes. <clears throat> I mean, I could take the last two and a half minutes and then do another kind of wrap up. So, that's what we'll do. And finally, last but not least, my favorite Christmas movie of all time at number one is, in fact, not National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but it is, matter of fact, 
a Christmas story. And kind of a point five to that, a Christmas story story. Christmas story follows little Ralphie, 1947-1948, around Christmas time. Everybody knows the only thing little Ralphie wants is a Red Ryder BB gun. <clears throat> but his parents, mainly his mom, doesn't want to get him one because she thinks he'll shoot his eye out. So he comes up with all these elaborate schemes of things of trying to get the message to his mom like, hey, I want this, I want that. You know, he's drinking Ovaltine, he's going to see Santa Claus, you know. They're doing all this stuff with his friends and all in means of that, he's dealing with a bully named Butkus. Real dick, real asshole. Um, and beats the shit out of Butkus, beats the shit out of his little minion too. Um, fun fact, in Christmas Story Story, meets up with it. Buckus is actually a police officer. Very funny, very cool. Um, and then Rafi does all this, meets Santa. Finally, the last present he opens on Christmas Day is in fact a Red Rider, Red Rider BB gun that his dad bought him. Rafi goes out in the backyard to shoot said Red Rider BB gun. Does end up shooting his eye out, breaks his glasses. And then the Bumpus' dog eats the Christmas Day turkey. So then everyone goes out to eat Chinese food. Duck, specifically. And that is, in fact, how the movie ends. With a continuous snowfall. And Ralphie happy with his Red Rider BB gun sitting beside him. So that wraps up my top five black Christmas movies. Again, some of those don't seem black, but they're black to me, in my opinion. Um, Runner-ups, of course. And then just a not very funny Christmas movie to me is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But after this ends, I'll be back for the wrap-up, and then I'll talk about what's coming out next week. So, stand close. Hello, and I am back. Yes, guess who's back? Back again. Um, not shady, but me. I'm back. I'm back again. Um, just kind of here to bring you this uh, holiday episode slash very merry Christmas holiday special wrap up. Um, just broke down my top five Christmas movies black Christmas movies. I think universally a lot of black people would kind of agree with this list. Definitely with Bestman Holiday this Christmas and Friday after next. Die Hard maybe, maybe for those that are very action-y you know, black folk that are action-y with this. I know a lot of white folk would agree with Die Hard and Die Hard too, because it also takes place at Christmas time. And then um, with the the honorable mentions, Jingle All the Way and Adam Taylor, Eight Crazy Nights, I think a lot of white folks can agree with me there. Those are very two funny movies. Now, some of you are thinking, you didn't put National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And I stand by that because it is not funny. That movie is nothing's funny about that. As a matter of fact, we started watching that yesterday during our sibling Christmas and guess what we immediately turned it off because it was not funny I just slammed my phone and discuss how not funny that movie is I can give a rant all day about how not funny that movie is but I won't say that for next Christmas <laughs> the next 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 year's Christmas holiday special but um 
so that's my top five list in case you from just did not hear or understand it uh number five was the best man holiday uh number four was this christmas that's very good number three was a combination of two die hard movies die hard and die hard 2 because they both took place at christmas time the plot was the same the setting was essentially the same so that's why i went with it number two was friday after next and then number one was i guess 1.5 was a christmas story and then attached to that is a christmas story story which is on max yes it is on max both christmas story and a christmas story story are on max so i might follow up and watch a christmas story tomorrow and then I'll we'll follow up and watch a Christmas story story because that's really the true sequel. There's a Christmas story two that doesn't really make that all much sense in terms of plot. So we don't talk about that movie. It's a Christmas story and then a Christmas story story that is the true canon sequel to a Christmas story because it involves Ralphie and his kids. And that's just wholesome. It's a wholesome story. So that is my top five black Christmas movies. Uh, hopefully my African-American community can agree with me for three of those movies. You might think there's another one missing, which there are several out there that it could, you know, qualify for that top five. A Medea Christmas, Last Holiday with LL Cool J and Queen Latifah, um, Miracle in Motor City. You know, almost Christmas, especially. Um, will not count the new Eddie Murphy movie just yet. Candy Cane Lane. I've heard mixed reviews about this. Um, but definitely would agree. Probably can move this Christmas up. You know, we'll flip flop that. This Christmas actually gets moved up to number three, and Die Hard, Die Hard Two gets moved back to four. So now it's the Best Man Holiday, Die Hard, Die Hard Two. This Christmas, Friday After Next, and A Christmas Story, and A Christmas Story Story. That rounds out the top five. My top five. So, that's one or two episodes, Kyle. This, the, the yearly wrap-up episode. It's been me thinking a lot about the future of this podcast. Because this year was not as, you know... As plentiful and bountiful as I wanted it to be, and it's considered me to think about it a lot. But I won't share those thoughts with you until this episode drops on December 31st. Who knows? I may record that episode back to back after this. You'll never find out. But I do know this very merry holiday special will drop very bright and early for you guys. So you can experience my voice as a gift and listen to it all day long and all week up until the end of the year before the craziness gets in. So on behalf of everybody here at the Sophisticated Black Man podcast, which is mainly myself because I do all my editing and everything else, I want to miss you guys a very happy holidays, a very Merry Christmas for those of you that are Jewish that have celebrated Hanukkah already. And for all the African-American folk that after today we'll celebrate kwanzaa for the last seven days of the year 
And I want to just say I thank you for you guys for sticking in there. Wow, that sounded weird. For sticking with the podcast for the past three years. As always, I'll see you when I see you. And have a very merry holiday season. Bye-bye.